0: Amen, I appreciate you coming in the rains. Uh, there was actually an official warning to stay indoors. We have We are indoors. <laughs> and, but really appreciate you. Can you give a hand of appreciation to yourself and to somebody sitting next to you? Come on. You braved the rains. You did well. You did well. Amen, God bless you. I'm so excited uh, for a couple of reasons. One, it's not often that I get the privilege of having somebody next to me with the same name as me. So would you join me in welcoming my twin brother who I haven't met for a long time. Shannon has come. He's a friend of Daniel and Melissa. I want to welcome you, Shannon. But I believe you're desouza and Pintos are always better. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. It's good to have you with us. And uh, what a joy for me to welcome my dear friends, Daniel and Melissa. Uh, they're really uh, very dear to our hearts. Daniel has been a very close friend. Uh, When he actually went off to Australia and I knew that he wouldn't be coming as often as he used to, I really missed a dear brother. And I want to thank God for both Daniel and Melissa. Tremendous passion for kids. A love for our country that keeps bringing them back. And uh, it was the last year itself when we met that I requested him for two things. Number one, that he would do Kids Connect with us. And secondly, that he would minister. Both of them would minister on, on our Sunday morning, our English church. So, uh, Daniel and Melissa are, are from Melbourne. For those of you who don't know, they're part of Planet Shakers Church. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I'm really excited for what God has put in his heart and their heart to share with us. Who would you join me and give them a big hand of welcome? Come on. <laughs>
1: Praise
2: God. Praise God. What a great church. Who, who loves this church? Who, can, can you stand up? Can you show me who actually loves this church? Just a few. Not not everybody. Good, good. You can sit down. You can sit down. Man, I love this church. I love this church. You know, today in worship, uh, you know, I felt like I went back to when I was in India and we dug the well of, of prayer and worship. I remember when I came here, I actually... I actually uh, just prayed for three months. Arriving in India, prayed for three months solid. And uh, I really believe the Lord was saying to me today, just, you know, when you tap back into that well. Have you, you guys uh, like Coca-Cola? Anyone likes Coca-Cola? I I like Coca-Cola, as you can see. Um, And, you know, it's like when you taste something that you once tasted. You know, imagine if you hadn't had Coca-Cola for some time and then you tasted it again and... and you drink it through and, oh, man, that feeling. And, you know, this morning coming back to India and praying and worshipping with you, i tell you what, the well that is here is amazing. What you guys get to drink every week is amazing. So, um, I, I was enjoying, uh amazing, amazing, really amazing. So, today I'll, I've, got a, I've got a word for you. Um, I'm gonna, I've got a few passages that I'm going to go through. But I believe the title of my message for you today is All In. All In. All In is used in games, it is used in life, but today I want to talk about it with your life. Are you all in? Are you all in? Why don't you just ask your neighbour, are you all in? And to the person on the other side, say, I'm all in. All right, you, you guys just said something very dangerous. Do you realize how dangerous that is saying I'm all in? Yeah, <laughs> I've just taken some names down. I'm going to pass it to Shannon, and you guys are, honestly in trouble. you know. Um, I really believe today that the call of God requires us to be all in. all in. all in. All in. But yet, so often for many of us, The world seems to creep into our lives and not allow us to go all in. And you know, I really believe this word is very powerful for you today. I believe in this church, we're going to see an army of men and women rise up who say, I am all in. Pastor Shannon, I am all in. Everything. I'm all in. And you know, today, after I speak, you know, you're going to have an opportunity to come up. And now, you don't have to be wanting to be a Christian for the first time to say that you're all in, because I believe for many of us, as Christians, we carry a little bit of lukewarmness for all of us. For me, you know, at times, you know, I might be 80% in, but that's not all in, you know. And for some of us, it's like, you're 80%, and 80% is a good mark. If you tell your mum and dad, I got 80% in the math test, they'll say, oh, good work, son. Well done, that was good. But if you say to your pastor, I'm 80% in, he'll say, ah, yeah, okay, okay, come back when you're 100% in. And, uh, you know, I really want to encourage you today, go all in, live a dangerous life, go all in, all in. You know, when you really, truly believe in a calling, when you really, truly believe in what God has for you, it is so easy to go all in. So easy. It is one of the easiest things. I remember when I came to India the first time, and, uh, you know, I, I was a pastor at a church, at a quite a large church, about uh, 3,000 people. I was one of 20 pastors at this church. And, uh, you know, people would say I had everything that I wanted, you know. I had a good family. I had a great house. Um, we had everything we needed. But when I heard the call of God, I was all in. All in. I mean, I, I don't want all this stuff. I don't want a house... I don't want to have a nice car. I don't want to have everything that this generation wants. What I want, what I want so deeply, is I want to see people encounter God's presence. I want to see people take that step. You know, I really believe India is a nation. They say Mumbai is the gateway of India. It receives and it sends. It receives people in and it sends people out to the nations. You guys are in a dangerous place because you are in Mumbai. If you feel called to the nations it's obvious. You're in a sending place. This place is going to send you out. This place is going to send you out to the villages. It's going to send you out to the places that nobody wants to go because God has a heart for people who want to give a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I want to, if you want to open in your Bibles, I want to just share from a passage in Mark uh, chapter 10 and verse 17 to 27. fantastic. Everyone has uh, electric, Bibles, mobiles, fantastic. You're not going to like this passage. I'm sorry. You're not going to be happy with this. Every time we all read this, we think, ah, oh, gee, it's so hard. It's so hard. You know, I, I, I want to have a nice house. I want to have a nice car. You know, I want, I want all these things, but they only build up my flesh. They don't build up my spirit. You know, money isn't bad. Money is not bad. God can bless you, you can have lots of money, but if you worship your money and you don't worship God, there's a problem. If you give your money 100%, there's a problem. You can be the wealthiest person, but give God that 100%. Think of Job in the Bible. He was that man. He, He didn't understand that God was everything. So God took him on a journey, and by the end of the chapter, God doubled his wealth because he understood one thing, that if I give my everything to God, if I give everything to God, if I trust in only Him, He'll provide all my needs. So don't fear wealth. Wealth is fine, just don't don't worship it. All right. So fantastic. So we're at Mark chapter ten and verse seventeen to twenty-seven. This is talking about a rich man meeting Jesus. Now I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Has anyone heard of the Passion Translation? No. You do. You do. <laughs> All right, sorry guys. Um, Fantastic. So, as Jesus started on his way, a man came running up to him, kneeling down in front of him. He cried out, "Good teacher, what one thing am I required to do to gain eternal life?" Jesus responded, "Why do you call me good? Only God is truly good. You already know the commandments: do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal." Do not give false testimony, do not cheat and honour your father and mother. The man said to Jesus, "'Teacher, I have carefully obeyed all these laws since my youth.' Jesus fixed his gaze on the man with tender love and said to him, "'Yet there is still one thing you're lacking. "'Go, sell all that you have and give the money to the poor. "'Then all of your treasure will be in heaven.' After you've done this, come back and walk with me. Completely shocked by this answer Jesus gave, he turned and walked away, very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus looked at the faces of his disciples and said, "How hard is it for a wealthy, for the wealthy, to enter the kingdom, uh, to enter into God's kingdom realm?" We're going to talk a little bit about that today. God's kingdom realm. You know that kingdom realm we can live here on earth in a kingdom realm. It's a realm where you understand that you're trusting in God and you can live in the supernatural here on earth. This is not just something in heaven, but this is something that we operate in here on earth, that kingdom realm. And I really want to encourage you today to step into that kingdom realm. Don't hold on to the wealth of the world and think that that's everything to you. It's nothing. It's nothing. It has no capacity. The disciples were startled When they heard this, but Jesus again said to them, "'Children, it is next to impossible "'for those who trust in their riches "'to find their way into God's kingdom realm. "'It is easier to stuff a rope through the eye of a needle "'than for a wealthy person to enter into God's kingdom realm. "'But this left them more astonished, "'and they whispered to one another, "'Then who could ever be saved?' "'Jesus looked at them and replied, "'With people it is impossible.' but not with God. God makes all things possible. And I believe today God is going to make things possible for you. God is going to make things possible for you. I really believe in this situation, I would call this a blockage. This man had a blockage in his mind. Jesus said to him, sell everything you have and come and follow me. Give it all to the poor and you'll have riches in heaven. But there was a blockage in his mind. He was thinking about his money He was thinking about that issue. For you, I I don't know what it is, what comes to mind. If I say, okay, give everything up. Give all your intentions up. Give all your selfish gain up. Give it all up and come and follow Jesus. And immediately you think, what will my mum say? What will my dad say? What will my brother say? What is it for you that is the block in your mind that stops you from going in? Maybe, Maybe you've tried before. Maybe you've been in ministry before. Maybe when you first got saved, you were sold out for God. You gave everything. You didn't care about anything, but then you got hurt. And now that hurt is blocking you. There's a blockage. So today I really believe God is going to remove blockages. He's going to remove blockages from your life. You know, this morning as we're worshipping, God was removing blockages. Even for myself. It was so beautiful to be before the Lord and crying and weeping and encountering God's presence. You know, there may have been a blockage in my life. I'm bold enough to say maybe there was a blockage this morning and this morning I got set free. You know, the kingdom isn't about us pretending that I'm everything. I don't have any blockages. This is not the kingdom. The kingdom is about us being real, about our lives and honouring honoring that God has power to heal. You know, if you had an injury, and I said, who has an injury come out the front, we're going to pray. You know, if you have the boldness to come out and pray, believing in faith that God is going to move in your life, God will most likely move in your situation. It is all about having that boldness. And you know, if we're going to be disciples of Jesus, we, we need to carry boldness. We need to be bold. We need to stand up when we, when we don't normally stand up. We need to step out. God might be challenging you to give up some finances right now. He might be challenging you to give up some family, some friends to go and follow the call. I really believe in this room there are there are pastors to come out of this room. I believe you're going to go into the nations. I, I truly believe this. I actually believe in this church um, there is a fear of persecution. There is a fear of persecution. There is a fear of stepping out. A fear is... Just false, complete false. It's something that is false that is blocking you from stepping out. And for this young man, money was the false thing that blocked him. Money was something that he'd grown up with all his life. He never knew any different. He always knew to trust in his money. So I'm I'm, going to go aggressive at you today. I'm going to bring a word that is real. I'm going to say these blockages, they need to go. They need to go out of all of our lives. Everybody here, there is a blockage. It is stopping you. These blockages, what they do is, in fact, they blind you. You know, when you get hurt, uh, the, the word I have for you anyway is, I was praying and I said, I can't come to this church and not have a word. I can't come here and not have a word for you. I have to hear from the Lord. What, what is God saying for this church? And the word that I got was that God is going to remove... Um, what, what do you call these, do yeah, these, um, you call them curtains? Curtains. Do, do you call them blinds? Does anyone? Uh, blinds? Okay. So, I really believe God is going to open the blinds. He's going to open the blockage. There once was a blockage, but it's, it's getting removed today. The blockage is going. You know, I, I, um, I got this word and I remember uh, just before I came here, I went to one of my friends' house. They have the most beautiful house. The house is on an acre. An acre of land is, does that convert here, an acre? Yeah, cool. So an acre of land. It is a big property. And on that property, they have uh, some of the Australian animals. Has anyone heard of an echidna? It has like spikes, a little, little little animal. No, echidna. We have one Australian here. She would know what an echidna is. Two, three, four. <laughs> anyway, so they have echidnas. They have kangaroos. In their garden, they have rabbits, they have all these animals, they have galahs, big galahs, they have owls. It, the place is a paradise. It is an absolute paradise. Uh, they have the most manicured gardens. You know, in every window you open, there's a big garden. Like, it is, it is beautiful. Green grass. Oh, how I miss green grass when I come to Mumbai. <laughs> now, these people were living in a suburb that was being robbed. Okay, there were many robberies happening in this, in this suburb. And uh, in fear that maybe they will get robbed, what they decided to do is they said, we've heard that most of the robberies happen in the daytime, okay? Most of the robberies happen in the daytime when the person goes to the shops, someone will go into their house and rob their house. And they thought, you know, what we'll do is we will close every curtain in the house, all right? And we would, we, would, we would rather live in darkness and not see the garden and not see the beauty of everything because we don't want to be robbed. So I went into their house and I was amazed. I thought, what is wrong with these people? Seriously, what is wrong with these people? They're living their life in fear of something that might happen, something that could happen. It's possible, but it may not happen. They may live their entire life in a house that is shut off to every everything out there because of fear. And I really believe the word is for you today. There are things you've shut yourself off to. You've, you've blocked it because you thought, what if, what if I get persecuted? What if someone comes to my house and talks to my mum in a way that, that, that is not pleasing? What happens if they make it personal? So there are, there are blockages that we put up around our lives to protect ourselves. And I believe today... God is going to remove those blockages. He's going, to, he's going to open those curtains. He's going to open it up and let everything in that is out there come in. You know, there's, there's, I'm a gardener back home in Australia. Um, I, I, I work with plants. There is one thing that plants need, light. You cannot grow a plant if you do not have light. In fact, you can have a plant growing half in the shade where it's blocked from the sunlight and half in the light, and the side that is in the darkness will die, completely die. But the lightness, will actually that side will stay alive. And I believe if you're, if you're living in a place of complete darkness, if you shut yourself off, you can be a Christian and still have shut yourself off. You can be a pastor here and you've still shut yourself off because you got hurt. You've just barricaded yourself in. So today the word for you is you're going to be set free today. God is going to remove every blockage. I don't know if we have any honest people here today. Who, who, who would be bold enough to say? You don't have to put your hand up, but who would be bold enough to say, I have a blockage? Who would be bold enough to say that actually my money is stopping me? My parents are stopping me. My car is stopping me from encountering God, stepping out in God. Would anyone stand to that? I would stand. I would say there are blockages. I'm happy to stand and I'll show you my heart. There are blockages that will always try and come against me. Would anyone stand today? Why don't you stand, show me, let's see. Who's got boldness? A few boldness, wow, everyone's bold. Praise God. Come on, let's just lift our hands. Let's lift our hands to God. Let's just surrender those blockages to God. Surrender. If you don't feel this is for you, please sit down because I only want bold people standing. I want people who carry this call of God, who knows that the call of God is greater than any blockage that the enemy might try and throw at you. Come on, let's just stand. I want you to just speak to God and say, God, forgive me for this blockage forgive me, this is a prayer between you and God that's it, come on come on, keep on praying Thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord lord we come to you and we ask for forgiveness lord lord these blockages that we've allowed in our life lord god these things that have come to steal from us lord god these things that have come lord god to rob from us lord god lord we just give you these blockages lord god every single one of them lord Lord God, we give you these blockages and say, Lord, take them away. Take them away, Lord God. Lord God, let us not be the rich young ruler that is so confused in his own issues, so confused with his wealth that he can't see the call of God. Lord God, I pray you refresh every person in this room today with your call, Lord God. Refresh everyone in this room today with the call that you have for them, the plan that you have for them, Lord God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Okay. You can you can sit down now. Thank you.
3: Wow. You you are a very bold church.
2: You are a very bold church. Would there would there be anyone here that feels they're called to be a pastor that isn't currently a pastor? Is there anyone that maybe you you felt the call of God when you were first saved? Is there anybody here? You just put your hand up. Is that a hand? No. He's scratching his ear. Looks like a hand. <laughs> Don't be scared, don't be scared, just because, just because, uh, you know, there's such amazing pastors out there, like Pastor Shannon. Yeah, so Pastor Shannon is saying you need to go ahead of him. Who who wants to go ahead of Pastor Shannon? Any, is there anyone here? One, two, three, four, five, six? Six out of a hundred, or fifty, or what? what are we, not enough, not enough, not enough. Not enough. Okay, okay fantastic <laughs> you know uh, fear, fear is a crazy thing fear, fear, is, fear is a crazy thing and uh, you know I, I want to encourage you to let your fears go I know you've just stepped up and you've said you know I, I believe I have fear I have something holding me back there's a blockage there's something there's something there I want to encourage you to let go of the fear let go. Just let go. It requires you to do that. You can pray, and it disappears. It goes. But then you have to walk a life that is full of faith, that you're not scared. You know, this year, I, um, my wife bought me a keyring for my keys, and, and the word for me this year is swim. You know, I don't want to be a Christian that is ankle deep. I don't want to be a Christian that is knee deep. In fact, I actually don't want to be standing when I'm walking out the call of God. I, 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 I want to be taken by the current of God. I want to be taken by the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to use me. I, 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 want, to be, I want to be completely set free. But I, I still feel like in this place there is a blockage. I really feel like there's a blockage for you. There's this blockage that seems so scary. You, you think you're going to be robbed. You're like this, but you think you're going to be robbed. You think something bad is going to happen. I, I've been there, I understand. It's, it's easier to live with the curtains closed. It is so much easier to live with everything closed off. It's protected in here. It's a protected environment. It is so easy. It's, it's almost the perfect life. But one thing is true is that we will die in a place like this, spiritually, if we block ourselves from stepping into the call of God. If we block ourselves with, with a hurt, There's a hurt. There's something, something the pastor did to me. He hurt me. There's another pastor. He hurt me as well. (laughs) I'm going to block myself off. I'm not going to step into the call of God. You know, a pastor told me once, he said, Daniel, if you don't step into the call of God, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be so miserable if you don't take that step because you know that you are called. You know you're meant to step into something, but in fact, you barricade yourself in. And think, you know what? I'm, I'm safe in this environment. For some of you here today, you, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be talking about the footy. You know, you're going to be talking about sport. You're going to be talking about stuff that just goes and comes. But you know, God is raising up a church, and He wants you guys. He wants you. He wants each one of you. Think, it's not me, but it's you. It's you. God wants you for His kingdom. He wants you to push everything aside. He wants you to step up to the call of God. The call, the call of God is incredibly powerful. When I, when I came to India, my first trip to India, it was the most amazing trip. Do, do, do you remember when you got saved? Does, did anyone get saved in college? Yeah? And when you are in hey Oscar, hey. Good to see you, man. <laughs> he's a good looking guy. <laughs> ah, he's looking good. Awesome. Um, do, do you remember when you got saved in college? Yeah? Who, who gave it all in college? Who gave everything? Every cent in your pocket, you gave to God. You just, you just gave everything up. Who was that? You guys did that? I remember back when I was young, when I had no money, it was easy to give to God because I had maybe 20 bucks in my pocket. Give it to God. I've given everything. Awesome. But as, as I've got more and more... Uh, I've been working lately as a gardener. As I've said, I've got my gardening business. But the more money I have, the harder it is to give my all because I'm working away from God and I'm building my life and I'm building the things in my life. And it's a very hard place to give your all. Even (laughs) I battle with this all the time. Lord, how do I give everything to you? I wish I could just empty my bank account. You know, it just, ah, there we go. There's all my money given aside and now let's go follow God. But then what do I do when more money comes in? Do I just keep on channeling it through? You know, there's so many questions that come in our mind about money. And really, God wants to remove that question from your mind. He doesn't want your dependence to be on your money. It's easy. You're the English church. I know you all are probably reasonably well off, okay? I know that. I know you guys have incredible lives. Some of you don't, some of you do, most of you do. I know this is, this is a pinnacle. This is something that we need to challenge today. This is something, you've seen it ruin your families. Money ruins families. Inheritances <laughs> in India, it ruins families, tears people apart, money. It's not the money, but it's the love of that money. And you know, I want to challenge you with your money. I don't know what what it will take for you. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna give it all away? Are you willing to do that? I think I should do an offering message. All right, would you get the buckets, please. <laughs> yeah, amen. Awesome. There's one other passage I want to take you to. It's in Matthew chapter 13, verse 44 to 45. This passage. Uh, definitely rocked me when I, when I first heard this passage in a song, actually. It, was, it really rocked me. It says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man, and f- a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And then in verse 45 it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. I really believe God is calling us out today. You've worked, you've got a whole lot of wealth. You've done well. God is blessing your family. But this is not your future. Your future is not to build wealth. Your future is to go after the kingdom. Your future is to give up this desire this huge desire that's within you—it burns within you to make more money. When I was in India, oh, one rupee, one rupee means a lot. One rupee used to mean so much. I would bargain with everybody to get one more rupee off. What? What? I get so angry at people. Give me one rupee, and then I'd be happy if I get my one rupee off. Uh, you know, for a, a even even for a rickshaw. I was I was mad. I was absolutely mad. Yeah, yeah. It took a lot of counselling to get me out of that. A lot of counselling. It took a really long time. Now when I come to India, I say to the guy, here, have an extra five rupees. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to be bound by money. Money is not my God. God is my provider. Amen. Amen. So you have the opportunity today to buy the field. The encounter that we had with God, that encounter, that presence of God, that compels you forward, that makes you feel, you know when you you hang around God for a little bit, you feel happier, you come to church, you feel happier, you carry the presence of God. That place that we get to is like going in the field and finding a piece of gold. When you come here, there's there's gold in this place. It's the presence of God, it's Jesus. You're finding Jesus, you're finding God's presence and it's worth selling my entire life up to spend time with Jesus. I want to encourage you. There are people here, you're going to preach. You are going to preach. You're going to preach in your workplace. You're going to preach out there. You're going to preach. And I want you, do not fear persecution. Do not fear the do not fear the political spectrum. You know, there's a story in the Bible that talks about Paul. Who loves Paul? Paul is an amazing guy. Carries an amazing anointing. Now this man, unbelievable, unbelievable. He... He was told, a prophetic word, a prophet came to him and said, he took his belt off Paul and he bound Paul up. And he said, Paul, if you sell everything up in terms of, if you you just give everything up and go and follow the call of God, of what God has laid on your heart, if you go and do that, you'll surely be bound up. Not, Not only will you be bound, you'll be bound in chains. So here's Paul. He knows that if he goes to Jerusalem, he will be bound but he doesn't care. And I really believe for you, you might be bound. <laughs> you might be persecuted. But don't live in fear of persecution. Don't live in fear of what might happen. If you know that God has called you, if God is calling you out, step out in faith. You know, believe that God is going to do something. And I really believe, you know, that the, the best life you can live is a life with Jesus. The absolute best life is a life with Jesus. So, you know, you might be here today and and you have that in your heart. You want to give everything up. You You don't know what it would look like. What does it mean to give everything? What does it mean to push everything aside? It means just taking your value out of your money, taking the value that you have out of that and putting that onto God, trusting in God. When God says give, give. When God says don't give, don't give. But just trusting that God is in control of everything. And uh, I really believe so many people today, if you can take hold of this, if you can open the curtain, can someone open that curtain for me? If you can open the curtain, there is so much light out there. (laughs) There is so much light out there. There is so much more out there. And if you live in a life that is operated by the enemy, putting things in, what if this happened? What if that happened? If you live in that place, you're going to be stagnant. You're going to die in a in, in the, in the sense of spirituality. It's a place of, of self-protection. You're living in your flesh. You're not living in your spirit. And I really believe God wants us to live in that kingdom realm. So, uh, you know, why don't you just close your eyes. I, I, I want to encourage those who are not a believer in Christ. You might be here today and you do not believe in Jesus But you've heard something in this message. You've heard something that speaks deeply to you. And, uh, you know, if everyone just could close their eyes and give other people privacy, I want to give people an opportunity to say, you know what, I want to take the call of God seriously. I, I want to step out. I want this call of God. I used to feel God's presence, but I haven't felt Him for a long time. And I want to step out into the call of God. So if you're here today and you feel that overwhelming presence of God. Right now you're feeling like, God, I want to give my all. I want to give everything up. I want to step into the call of God. I want to push all this money aside. I want to push aside every fear that I have that is stopping me from stepping into the call of God. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus and you would like to know him, I just want you to just lift your hand up as a sign to say, you know what, today I want Jesus. I really want Jesus in my life. I want to come back to Jesus 100%. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Awesome. Lord, we just pray for these people that you would just fill them with an excitement and a passion to step into your call. Lord God, that they would push aside every bit of money, Lord God, every bit of distraction, Lord God. And, Father God, I pray they would step into your call with such great purpose and passion to follow you, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you for each one of them, Lord God, and pray that you would speak with them tonight, Lord God. I pray they would get revelation from your spirit tonight. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Now, if you, if you are here and, and you just need a touch from God, you need, you need, you want this blockage to go. You still feel like there's a blockage, you know, and it's blocking your mind. Um, I wouldn't mind if the keys player can come and we just want to give you a moment. If you want to come out the front, we would, we would love to pray that this blockage would be removed. So uh, if that's you, um, what a... Praise God. Do you want to just stand up or just stand up? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Some of you, I know you, you've you heard something today and it's triggered something. It's reminded you of the call that God has made to you. And uh, if you really want to step out into that call and remove all those blockages, just come forward and I really want to pray for you and believe that with you. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, let's come forward. Come forward. Let's be bold. Amen. Come on. This is a powerful day. God is going to do something powerful today. It takes a lot of boldness to come forward. Yeah, keep on coming forward. Just keep on coming forward if you can come forward a little bit more. Come on. Let's worship God. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. Let the King of my heart be the mountain where I run. The fountain I drink from, oh, here's my song. Let the King of my heart be the shadow
3: Let's just worship God. Open your heart to Him. you and you're still sitting in the seat. I want you to come forward. So keep on coming.
1: Let Why don't you lift your hands and just worship God.
2: about, what is it for you? What do you need to put at the foot of the cross? What is blocking you from stepping into what God has for you? And and just as you stand there, I want you to think of and ask God, what is that thing that's blocking me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. And as God gives you that, as you, you identify what that is, I want you to just kneel before the Lord as a sign to say, Lord, I'm, I'm laying
3: it down. I'm laying it down. I'm going to lay it before you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I surrender,
2: Lord. I surrender, Lord. Your way is the best way, God. Your way is the only way, Lord God.
3: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, lay it down. Come on, what is that thing blocking you? Come on, let's lay it down before God. Come on, put it down. Stop holding on to it. Stop carrying it. Stop holding on to the things of the past. Let go of that hurt. Let go of that pain. Come on, lay it down. Lay it down. Lay it down. Don't let it control you any longer. Come on. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. We want you, Lord. We want you, Lord. We want you, Lord. We want you, Lord. Jesus, we lay it down, Lord. Every desire to be rich, we lay it down. Every desire to have everything, we lay it down before you, Lord God. We lay it down before you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Lord now for what He's going to give us. The call of God that He's going to lay upon us. Come on, let's just seek God. Say, God, what is the call you have for me, Lord God? What do you want me to step into, Lord God? Oh, Jesus, come. Give us a vision. Give me a dream for my life, Lord God. A vision that is based on God. A vision that carries Jesus in it. Lord God, refresh my vision, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm
2: to find uh, one or two people around you and I want you to start to pray for them. I want you to start to release what God has spoken to you. I want you to start to speak it out. You know, today I could walk around and pray for you, but I believe you're going to do all the praying today because, you know, you don't need me to pray. You don't need the pastors to pray. You carry that authority. So uh, why don't you just find one or two people around you. I want you, to, I want you to go wild. Come on, you know, the presence of God is wild. You know, I don't want any quiet prayer. You can, you can pray quiet if you want to. But, you know, I really want you to get into it. Let's really just pray for one another. Let's just declare upon their lives that they would put everything aside and follow the call of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Thank you, Lord.
2: We're going to sing together one last song. And uh, so if you finish off your prayers. And uh, we're going to sing a worship song, a praise song, praise song. That's it. So, uh, you know, why don't you come out the front? We're going to just dance before the Lord. You know, there's great celebration in heaven when God sees His people turning from their riches or turning from something that's holding them and turning to God. So, you know, in this time, let's just, let's just let everything go. Come on, let your hair down. Everyone take your hair out. Come on, we're just going to worship the Lord.
0: The Lord together. Let's lift our hands, lift our voices, and just bless this name together. Come on. We bless your name, God. Together, Lord. We bless your name. Come on. Let's give a shout of praise to the Lord. One, two, three. Let's give a shout of praise.
1: Savior. Have you heard of His perfect love? Have you heard of the one in heaven? Have you heard how he gave his song? Well, I have found his love, and I believe in his son. Show me your way! I believe in the one called Savior. I believe he's the risen one. I believe he'll live forever. Forever I believe that the King will come that I have found His love And I believe in His love Show me That Jesus, you are my best friend.
0: good. It's powerful. You you know, when uh, when we feel weighed down by something, we're unable to dance. But when we dance, to give physical expression to what we desire for the Lord, those chains can break. Those chains are in our hearts, in our minds. But when we just dance before the Lord, things break. Amen? Amen. But anyway, we we're getting near to the end of the service, so let's pray. Uh, there was a request that Daniel and Melissa would pray for children below. Is it four or five? For uh, kids, connect from four, from five. Okay. So there was a, there was a request. Uh, if Daniel and Melissa could pray for the kids below five. For kids, kids below five. <laughs> okay. And so, um, could you come in the front, please? Kids, pillow five. They're in the classroom. They're in the classroom. Could, could you go? Yeah, this is the classroom. Okay. All right. Okay. Fantastic. Amen. And Let's pray. Thank you, Father. We lift you, Lord. We're so grateful, Father. Amen. Amen. Could you just put your hand on somebody next to you and just pray a prayer of blessing over there? Just, Just pray a 30-second prayer of blessing over somebody next to you on your left or right. We give you all the glory. We're grateful, Lord, for all that you've done for us today and for the way you have spoken to us, for what you have spoken to us. We want to be that, those wise merchants who know how to make the best deal. We sell off all we have to purchase God what you have actually gifted to us, Father. But, Lord, we could in reality not purchase it. But yet, Lord, we would give up everything just to have all of you in our lives. And we know that that is purely your grace, your mercy. We want to have all of you, God. Not just more of you. We want you to have all of us, all of me. We We want to have all of you. Thank you for Daniel and Melissa. Can you just stretch out your hands and face towards Daniel and Melissa and just pray a prayer of blessing over them. Come on. Just take a few moments to just pray a prayer of blessing. They've just started their trip in Mumbai. They're going to be doing Kids Connect in various parts of the city. They're going to be here for about a month. Just pray a prayer of blessing over them, over their health, uh, over all their arrangements for their meetings and all their meetings. Just pray that the Lord would be glorified in every detail. The Lord would bless them and make them an immense blessing. We Just thank you, Father. Thank you Father. Thank you Lord. The love of the Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the sweet fellowship and friendship of the Holy Spirit be with every one of you and your families. To God be all the glory in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ we pray and all God's people say,
1: Amen. Amen. Woo. Turn to somebody.
0: Give them a high five and say, I am all in. Just give them a high five. I am all in. Amen. God bless you. We'll meet you in just a few moments. Meet Daniel and Melissa, Shannon who's
1: here, and I mean the other Shannon, and you can meet me also. (laughs)